It's a must play once they fix the video. Obsidian did an absolute bang up job. I'm, I'm totally going to kind of nerd out a little bit on, on VR because VR's had just an amazing quarter. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. I am Al. Uh, Nick, you can go next. I'm Nick. <laughs> and we have a special guest today. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm Lucas. I go by Dreadly. This is Lucas. He's in our Save Point channel. You've seen him post many times. Um, Kyle, unfortunately, uh, he was going to be with us tonight. Uh, just had some family stuff he had to take care of. One of his kids is sick. And uh, I could totally understand that because that's why you haven't heard from us in, what, over two weeks? Three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll get to it when it comes around my turn, but uh, holy shit, the flu sucks ass. Uh, we'll start there. But uh, I'm sure you've had much better uh, days than I have, so uh, we'll start with uh, Luke. What have you been doing the past couple weeks? Gaming at all? Man, I, I don't know if I should admit this. I've been I've been uh, way too deep in Modern Warfare. Oh, oh yeah? Um, I heard it's great. I, I, it's not though like <laughs> it wants to be but it's not so it's it's one of those games where it's like hey this is kind of a shadow of what we used to have oh and then they just drop the ball when it comes to like the fit and finish really and it yeah like there's um it's a really valid attempt like they really really tried which is awesome uh, -huh. uh they broke the mold from what they were doing for the longest time they really brought it to kind of where it used to be but it wasn't ready like there's there's bugs everywhere uh, um it's not even like the play style like the play style changes which upsets a lot of people um but i'm down with that it's like hey you know it's a new game cool but half the time when you leave a game it throws you out of the lobby you got to rejoin or close out oh, of the game that shit drives me nuts uh, it implemented crossplay, which is awesome. Like That's cool. That's one of the cool. greatest things ever. It, yeah, it's so cool. But you, if you're on PC, you have to like crash out every other game to to get back in your party. Um, oh all God. kinds of random bugs. Uh, they're still using hosted or they're still using um, player based servers. Oh. So you still run into the lag problem. So it's like yeah, you're kind of at the mercy uh, of whatever one of the guys they, has. They they got so close, like they they got to the one, and then they decided to pass. It just didn't work. Oh, that's too bad. It's yeah, too bad. It's, I heard the it, campaign was good. Yeah, so well, that's the other thing. Like, so the campaign, absolutely amazing, fantastic campaign, best modern warfare campaign since Modern Warfare Two. Huh? Uh, but none of the cutscenes work. <laughs> the vast majority of people on PC can't watch the cutscenes. What? what? It literally goes into like like I'm not even kidding you. It goes into like uh like a slide mode because they oh. they just don't work. Wow. I mean, I'm not running on a, I'm running on a, a 7700 with a 1080 Ti. Yeah, I was say you have a good I, machine. It's it. I mean, it's not like oh my god right now, but I couldn't I couldn't play cutscenes. It would literally go about a thing uh, like a scene or two into the cutscenes and then it would just switch to more of like a 
Like it just locks up. Like it just shows so, you a frame every now and then. Exactly. Like Ooh. amazing, amazing single player campaign. Like the guys that put their heart and soul into that that single player campaign, like award worthy. It was amazing. Wow. wow. And then on delivery, they just like I said once again, they got right to that very end, and it was a it was a great campaign. I mean, it was varied. There was a lot of cool random stuff you were doing. Like, I never I never had that. Like, I wish this game was over kind of moment in the campaign which oh, normally wow. you do it was it's a must play once they fix the video okay i'll check it out once it's fixed fantastic cool that's awesome what about you nick what have you been doing uh so finally finished up the outer worlds oh yeah i'm about Hell halfway through play. oh man it's so fun like i i can't remember the last time i wanted to like immediately want to like go back into the game and start playing in a different version yeah maybe since mass effect one perhaps it's uh, good i mean it, yeah it is it is really good really compelling uh I, I, it's more i think there's more dialogue and kind of like trickery options versus you know straight up shooting i can see yeah you know if, if you're looking for a straight up like more shooter rpg maybe more longs of like you know, like specifically the fallouts where you had a lot of shooting and then you had these little moments of talking to people. You might be off put for it by a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of flipped uh, around. Yeah, it's definitely flipped around. There's a lot more story depending on how, how deep you want to dig. Because, you know, if you kind of take it out of base layer of just doing like the main mission, you know, it'll be, you know, fairly straightforward. But like it's hard to explain in the sense that it, without a world, it's all about kind of building these relationships, not only mm -hmm. with your crew. But even just like you know the mission givers, the the, the colonists, yeah. as you go along, and like what are you doing for them? How do you interact with them? Like, are you a complete asshole, or are you just trying to ride you know the neutral option? Do you favor the corporations, or it's hard you know, like, favor too. the people? It's hard to know what the right choice is in that game, and I think that's where I'm finding the writing to be something of a masterstroke because it's like the first big choice that you get to when you're on. Um, the first planet you land on in the pod where you're supposed to meet up with a guy and your escape pod lands right. on him. Yeah, um, <laughs> which I thought was great. Oh, I like, thought it was all these like, little, little bits of humor, too. Yeah, there's some funny parts of that game. But, like, you get to a point where there's a major choice to make, and it's like, you know, the younger freedom fighter in me wants to go with, uh, you know, the one group, and it's like, do I help them? Or do I try to convince them to go with the, you know, back to the corporate city? And it's a hard choice. Like, I haven't gotten to making the choice yet, but I can mm -hmm. see it coming. And it's just like, I don't know where I'm going to go. I mean, that's just the kind of game this is. And uh, it's also a slightly depressing look at the future. Um, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the corporate overlords. Yeah, uh, like, welcome, but, but, welcome but, to, what did, what, what did I post the one day? It's like, welcome to Planet Walmart. Don't forget to pay your, <laughs> don't forget to pay your burial fees. We didn't want to pass that on to your family. Yeah, it's just like, oh, man, just like all the, all the crazy hijinks. And there, there's kind of several of those, uh, I, I call them choice choke points. Yeah. And that you have to decide one way or the other. But I will say there's also, like, if you dig deep enough before making that decision, you can kind of come up with kind of what I call the neutral option. Like, it's not a hard, I'm with this group or this group, but it's like, okay, look, can't, can we meet somewhere in the middle and you try and talk both sides down mm -hmm. into kind of a amicable uh, solution? Landscape torment, man. All the way. That, that's what this reminds me of almost immediately. And, like, the best, the best ending in that game was to take the neutral path. Right. 
So just interesting. But yeah, uh, Luke, uh, I don't know if you have Game Pass Ultimate. I so I I haven't had it for a while, but then I keep seeing all these games I want to play like, <laughs> drop on it. I'm like. Dude. Man, it's worth it. like it's worth Game it. Pass I so need to pick that up. Yeah, it's it's definitely on my list. And there's like a, a special deal going on right now where like you get it for PC for like three months for like almost free or something. Well, so just just it's you can if you buy it for a year, I think it's like I think it's like eighty nine bucks where you get both Xbox Live Game Pass and PC Game Pass. And the 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 library is slightly different. Like there's stuff that's just on the PC that's not on the console because it's it's not on console yet. Um, but the library selection I'd say on both now is really awesome. Like Outer Worlds is on both, the one that Nick and I are talking about. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Like, well, so that's it's on my it's on my must play list once oh. I pull myself away from getting shotgun. <laughs> But yeah, so it's absolutely my must-play list. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff, like uh, uh, Vermintide 2 is on there as well. Fantastic um, game. Fantastic uh, game. There's a... it's a, what, what is a zombie game where you actually build your own... Like, you... you oh, um, Seven Days to Die? There you go. There's that. Yeah. There's State of Decay 2. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's definitely on my... Like, I, that might be, like... And hopefully Connor doesn't listen to this. Connor's my, my son. <laughs> It might be on our, our Christmas list. Each of us are getting a, a, a connection to that, but don't tell him nice. I said that. Yeah. It was my Christmas present from uh, the new job. Being a Microsoft subsidiary, I got a year for free. <laughs> That's kind of cheating, isn't it? <laughs> I know. It's so, beautiful. It is. So it, it is a little scary how many of our, our games that are looking into the future are kind of taking that Walmart is going to take over the world kind of approach. Yeah. Like if you think of like... Uh, like Outer Worlds or like Borderlands or or so many other games are like, yeah, this is how we're going to end up. You don't have a choice. Yeah. It's just how you work in their world. Welcome to the corporation. Oh, like, exactly. Life. Like, are you going to be a corporate man or are you going to be the outsider? Like, I, that's the only choices. It's kind of scary. Uh, brother, The I'm telling you, the first two hours in Outer Worlds, you're going to be like, this game is great. But this future's going to fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Star Trek. <laughs> it's really, really well done. I, I think that game is just fantastic. Um, so I, yeah. I actually started following the, the YouTube, uh, you know, you, you start diving down the YouTube problem. And I was like, oh, cool. Let's look into Outer World because I know I wanted to play it. Yeah. There's a speed run in like 12 minutes. <laughs> I, I've been hearing that. Yeah. actually watch it. And like I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. I started watching it, and they're like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, shit, I don't want to know about any of this stuff yet. <laughs> I had to like stop watching a speed run because I want to play the game so bad that I didn't want to see how it ruined it. So if you yeah. beat it already, there's a, I think it's a 12 and a half minute speed run. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Whole game. Oh wow, I gotta check that out when I beat it. And it's a beautiful game graphically. A game is gorgeous. I love it. Oh it yeah, it's fantastic looking gorgeous. on PC. Absolutely, they did like Obsidian did an absolute bang up job. I didn't encounter any real issues with it playing. Like no, no major game killing bugs. You know, no, no me neither. You know, and I've always been like drawing this during my 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 live streams of is it. like you know you know there's no like Fallout level Bethesda level bugs. Granted, again, and no, it's Obsidian, totally different, but still, but still this is yeah. like the closest equivalent. You know, because they did make Fallout <coughs> New Vegas, which which was kind of buggy. Let's oh, yeah. be honest. Initial release of New Vegas was buggy, but yeah, like performed beautifully throughout the sure. entire game. I didn't have any issues, and it was like, yes, finally, a good RPG that you know 
doesn't crap all over everything it seems and it works and i don't feel like i'm being taken for a ride and i, and I get yeah. to enjoy the ride yeah and you played on pc right yes pc yeah awesome yeah obsidian i'm telling you they, they've been doing awesome pillars of eternity was one of my favorite games the second one is just as good i'm still working my way through that because that game is massive and uh, i love that that game added pirate ships so it just gives me more to distract myself with um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I I somewhat hate to say this you know, only because I don't want to like jinx it, but it's like I feel like Obsidian is becoming the you know, the, the new, new Bioware. Bioware, yeah, yeah don't do exactly. it. Oh and, man, don't don't, don't do that. <laughs> now now they, they're going to be they bought they up by the, by the corporation and ruined. Uh, well, <laughs> as Activision buys them tomorrow, right? Exactly, destroys them. Damn you, Bobby Kotick. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been playing some of that, but um. As far as my my own neck of the woods, um, I got Death Stranding. Um, oh yeah, yeah. How is that? I absolutely love it. I'm just about to chapter four, which is probably about twenty hours in. Wow! And I just heard that chapter four like opens up a whole new pile of shit that you do, and and like a whole different section of the game that, like. Quite honestly, like, I thought where I was at in Chapter 3, like, I thought I had seen the majority of the mechanics, and I was all right with it. I'm like, you know what? This is fun as shit. I love this whole concept. Like, I'm all in, Kojima. Just take me for your weird fucking roller coaster ride with this baby <laughs> on my gut. And um, I absolutely love it. It's a, uh, I've said this on a couple other uh, podcasts and, and just... Uh, to a couple friends in conversation, it is not for everybody. Uh, I can see this is a polarizing game in that you're either you're either going to be in for the ride of Kojima at his most weird, uh, making the game that he apparently always wanted to make, and it's 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 so Kojima like like there's some fourth wall breaking shit. That has no business being where it is. And you know, it's Kojima going, it's my fucking world, bitch. Like, uh, you find, uh, <clears throat> there's like these, you know, pockets of civilization and these distribution centers where you do most of your deliveries to. And they have like a private room for you because you're a courier. And you can like rest up. You can, you know, rest your bridge baby. And, and there's a whole thing with that. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, but like, there's, there's basically, to, to, to abridge the story, at some point, when people started dying, the, the spirits didn't go across, and they started finding their way back, and if they intermingle too much with living material, they cause a nuclear-level explosion. Uh, mm. And they're vengeful and, and evil, and, like, you'll sneak through areas trying to deliver packages to some far-flung corner of, you know, someone that needs medicine or something. And you're going through an area that's full of what are called BTs. And it's just these, like, giant shadow silhouette foggy things that apparently because you are what's called a repatriate, where if you die, um, like, you can actually control your, like, it's a weird, like, spirity realm. And you go towards, like, a pillar of light and you can surf that and go back into your body and repatriate. Again, Kojima weirdness to the fucking max. And, uh... But because you're one of those, your bodily fluids hurt these ghosts. So, like, you make uh, grenades with your own blood. Like, you make grenades that just explode your blood over these things and it kills them. Uh, you can make uh, weapons with your piss and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yeah, in these private shelters, you can, like, take a shower and wash the ghost goo off you, or you can shit. And, like, he goes in to shit, and the, the, the bathroom door shuts, and it's, like, AMC's ride with Norman Reedus. And it's, like, really, Kojima? <laughs> Did you really do that? You're playing Norman Reedus and promoting a Norman Reedus, you know, you're playing a character that Norman Reedus, yeah, it's, it's fourth wall shit. Um, but again, if it sounds weird, it's because it is weird. And But the mechanics of it, the, you know, tr- literally climbing a mountain to get where you have to get, uh, trying not to slip and fall and damage your packages or kill yourself, all the while possibly escaping these ghost things where if they get close to you, this tar, like the ground just turns into like this tar, and these fucking like tar creatures start coming up to try to grab you and pull you in. And, um, like, they could pull you over, and all of a sudden you're just sliding for, like, tens of feet, like, super fast until you either regain control of yourself or they drown you. And then, like, if so you get... I just lost you for, like, 30 seconds and you came back. Was that just me or did Nick lose yeah, you Yeah, I know, I know. It's fine on my side. Oh, screw you then. Not sure what happened to you there, bub. But, um, but yeah, and then, like, if you get up and you're deep in this tar, all of a sudden this, like... The BTs will form like like giant fucking sea creatures that try to kill you, made out of like ghost slime. It's dude, it's the weirdest shit, and I can't get enough of it. Cannot get enough of it. Like it is just the mechanics, the the loading up a shit ton of packages, trying to hide from these like uh, encampments or what are called mule, and it's basically these people that are obsessed with stealing packages, and like they're just crazies, and like you can fight them you can hide i mean it's just so so beautifully weird and i'm having so much fun with it and it's basically pretty much all i've played um i i highly recommend it if you like kojima games and uh if you want to just play something differently there are times where this game is such a chill experience where i'm literally going through an area i know well i've traveled through it other players have, you know, you kind of share an instance with other players, but you don't play at the same time. So, like, you're rewarded for helping players build structures. Like, you'll see a foundation of a structure, and you can go contribute materials to it. And, like, eventually your part of the world, especially the earlier parts, starts building up because more and more players are helping out. Like, Or it's the same people coming back to, like, help build infrastructure now that they have more materials because it makes it easier to get stuff back and forth. So, like, now there's a portion of my, my, you know, of the U.S. where I'm at that has, like, highways. And I can actually just get on, a like, a motorcycle and ride the highway and go between, you know, distro centers really quickly. And you get points. Like, if people use the stuff you build, just crazy shit. And, um, and when you're going through stuff like that, it can be so incredibly relaxing where it's just like, yeah, fantastic. I'm loving every second of it. So... I highly recommend you try it. Uh, I'm not going to say you'll like it, but I, I really feel it's one of those games you're either going to love it or you're going to be like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever played. Uh, I can so, so your your game is basically you work for Walmart delivering packages, and then you deliver a package to the outer worlds, and then you start playing the game that Nick's playing. <laughs> Pretty much. It's all the connected. It's all, I'm telling you, Kojima connects it all. He's a genius. Um, <laughs> And then you end up in a box you delivered. Yeah, right. Um, So I played that. It's good. Um, I played uh, some of the new Jedi Fallen Order because I still have my uh, Origin Premiere subscription from last year. Ooh, how is that? That sounds fucking awesome. No? It's Mm -hmm. good. 
it's oh man it's, it's good um i need to play more of it and i think this just might be me it's not hooking me um is it, it's not jedi knight n- eh. no this might be closer to jedi knight than anything that's come out in a while because it's not an open world experience it's a linear story and um it, it's not bad it's not bad like i i'm I think I'm just too obsessed with Death Stranding right now to play much of anything else. Uh, and it's not going to tear me away from that at this point, so I'm going to finish that and I'll come back to it. Uh, the only other thing that I am playing quite a bit of, because I did finally get a Switch. Yes, you heard it here. I finally got a Switch. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Sword with my brother-in-law. And uh, I'm really enjoying that. I've basically been playing that at night uh, when I'm just chilling on the couch or if wife's watching Walking Dead or something. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's fucking Pokemon, and I haven't played a Pokemon game in a couple of generations, so I'm actually really having a good time with it, uh, doing the Dynamax raids uh, with other players. And, um, yeah, if you like Pokemon, just just get it. It's it's great. Um, and that's, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, yeah, mainly it's just a lot of Death Stranding. I really, really like that game. And then I'll get back to Outer Worlds, finish that, and then... Uh, then I'll give Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> a more solid look. Uh, graphically, it's absolutely beautiful. It plays beautiful on the PC. Um, I'm, I, it's, it's wonderful in that regard and very cinematic in its gameplay. Uh, if you feel like you're playing in a Star Wars movie, so that's why I want to give it a fair shake when I'm not like, oh, but I gotta go fucking, I gotta go connect uh, part of Colorado, and I really want to get to that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think that's uh, what we've been playing. Um, we have some releases coming out this week um, and stuff that's come out since we've uh, podcasted last. Uh, one thing I want to talk about with the group, because I, uh, I think it was everything we thought it would be and more, uh, Disney Plus. I say it's oh, a... Oh, yeah. I say it's a home run. Absolutely. It... Yeah. it so I don't have it yet. So so full disclaimer. Um, but if any of the people who I've talked to online or that are on my Facebook feed have any indication, it is like Disney crushed it again. The right price point, the right content, the right everything, and the Mandalorian is supposedly amazing. Yeah, oh, it is so good. <laughs> it's so awesome. good. It's space, awesome. Like I, I've been saying, it's the base space western we've got since Fire. Yeah best so do i do i get it now or do i wait until the whole series is out so i can just binge it the entire way through get it now Uh, yeah get it now get it now because Ah. there's there's a lot of good stuff on there that is also weekly which was smart on disney's case because now they can drip their content out for the you know entire year but uh there's a lot of good things that make it worth getting now um obviously the entire disney movie library is on disney plus um, I, I probably watched The Black Cauldron and Willow uh, about three times now. Uh, just I forgot they, about Willow. I forgot that was Disney. Holy shit. Yeah. And they're and... making, a, they're making a, a continuation series. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's going to be coming out on <sighs> Disney+. Plus. It was confirmed. So, yeah, yeah. So that's there. There's, But that's what I mean. There's a lot of stuff like that where you're like, I didn't know that was fucking Disney. And so there's a lot of stuff on there that is worth it. And uh, I, I'll say it again. I put it in the same point. Black Cauldron is one of my favorite Disney films. 
It was a mid '80s release, animated by Don Bluth, the guy that did Dragon's Lair, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, very dark, very dark, and just great. And there's another series on there that I'm really into, uh, called um, it, was it Inside Imagineering? And it's, oh, I, saw, I haven't watched that. Is that good? Disney, right? Yeah. Within the animators. Yes. It's yeah. I've been watching the. the uh... Jeff Goldblum series. Yes, that so that's great too. <laughs> it's so quirky and like it's like it's just crazy. It's all... I can't help but continue to watch. I know. Like I sat there and said, I I just have a new life goal now. I want to get famous enough to where I can go and have ice cream with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fascinating yeah. to watch. I, I, I'd see, yeah, Disney Plus is is well worth it, and you know, and I, I, we had talked about it. I think. Uh, after the D three to or not D three D twenty three conference yeah. and like the the laundry list of not only what's going to be available what they're also creating is just huge. It's enormous. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean they've already confirmed a chapter or not chapter two, but a season two for Mandalorian. Oh, uh, dude. Kenobi series is next year sometime. And you and um, McGregor's playing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ian McGregor's reprising that. Uh, and you know, Marvel's doing like a whole slew of things mm-hmm. that. Has piqued my interest, so yeah, I'd say like getting on board now. You know, uh, if maybe if they run it a Black Friday sale, it's the only way. You know, it's like maybe like wait for Black Friday Cyber Monday just to see. You know, do they do one last additional like, hey, you know, because I, I noticed they were doing a lot of that. Like they did mm-hmm. the three year contract thing that was like right after D23. Now there's like a Hulu uh, bundle. But I know I think Verizon and I think one other had like some kind of year free yeah. year combo going on. And, uh, you and know, you- at least at launch here. So maybe they'll do one last black, you know, you know, for the holidays, pick yeah. up Disney Plus. That'll be that'll be what I'd wait it for. If not you know, get it, you know, get it there. Yeah. And you can bundle so, Hulu with it as well. So with the, with the apparent overwhelming success of the Mandalorian <laughs> and bringing it back to video games, do you see, was it, was it 1313 or whatever the, oh, do you see that coming yeah. back out and being like a thing again? Or do you I, think I, that's I, still kind of oh. dead in Activision's vault? Well, uh, well, that's, that's the problem is who owns that. Um, yeah. but I wonder, I, I will say, and, and again, I, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it is so new. The Mandalorian is fucking fantastic. It is just great. Uh, the first episode, it just has you hooked. From, I'd say, the first minute. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm in. This is great. Yeah, it, it, it's a ride. And, and here's the thing. We're, we're up to the third episode, and I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. Because eventually you'll have, mm. you know, some episode that's like, okay, it's not it's not necessarily bad, but it's, not, it's kind of meh. I don't know. It, it just it's... feels like the, the ride keeps going and going and going, and it hasn't, like, there's no stopping it. Yeah, um, it is boss so, to the wall. I, I've been impressed. Breakneck pacing. And I didn't even realize it was him till the end credits, because I, you know, I made it a point not to read anything about it. You know, I really mm. wanted to just go in and enjoy it. I didn't know that was Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's so fucking good. Not that I, like, I... If I knew it was him, it's one of those, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course this role is that good. It's made for him. But, uh, yeah, no, it is it is a masterpiece. I'm loving it. And I agree with you. I, I do think it is the best space western since Firefly. I'd say in three episodes so far it's even better. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. what an interesting piece of the Star Wars universe. And uh, it took me a bit to... Because, again, I didn't read anything about it, and it took me a little bit to figure out, okay, this is after the original trilogy for sure. 
Um, yeah, but basically from the wiki without, you know, getting too spoilery, basically it's five years after uh, the events of Return of the Jedi. So the, that's you know, the Empire is in the, in the midst of falling, essentially. You know, the, there's a quick scene, again, not spoiler territory, where they say... Yeah, like, with you know, Carl Weathers. Like, Imperial like, credits. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, you know, if you didn't notice, the Empire's kind of gone now. Yeah. And the New Republic itself hasn't been set up either. So, like, there's no, like, kind of new interim. Yeah. So it's like, it's like local currencies are the only thing that kind of work in, you know, the Beskar. Yeah, like, what a what a wonderful time period to explore for a bounty hunter show too like the 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 seats of order are all kind of in chaos right now so it, oh it's just it's so rich I, the the people driving this ship are the ones that should should be it's very very good yeah i mean well it's it's behind john favreau i think is the lead uh, is he executive producer i don't know if it, if it's executive but he's uh, maybe just producer but yeah, it's like John Favreau is like just nailed this. I mean, it, which is kind of you know oddly fitting because he kicked off with Iron Man, you know the whole uh-huh. the Marvel string, and now he's doing the Mandalorian here. Like is you know <laughs> he kind of oh. has this nerd magic touch, so to speak, of like you know kicking things off correctly. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, is this is this is this canon happening between episode what? This so would this be between would be Return of the Jedi six and, and seven. Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between, six, and, okay. six and seven. So between Return so, gotcha. of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, because um, I think Force Awakens is supposed to be what twenty five years, I think, after Jedi. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is five years after Jedi. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to necessarily get up into like First Order territory, but you know. Uh, like you said, it's, it's the perfect time period because, I mean, wonderful. you know, it truly creates this wild west of the universe type of thing where, like, you know, and we don't know where they're at. Like, they haven't mentioned any planet now. I think that maybe there was one planet mate a mentioned uh, maybe like where the bounty was. But, yeah. like, we don't know where any of this is at. Like, you know, yeah, they're not no, dropping names. Is... There's no labels to anything. The only thing so, I can think of is it's somewhere in the outer rim. Yeah, def- definitely, like, has an outer rim feel to it. Um, but somebody, somebody, makes and, an know, offhand, and, somebody makes an offhand comment. When he mentions, oh, those, you know, those are pre-Empire or something. Oh, yeah, that ship's pre-Empire. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Um, someone made a comment where it was like, oh, you know, this had they're not much sway out this way anyway. Or so, something like that where he's like, okay, this has got to be out in the Outer Rim somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's away from the civilized universe. And, and the other thing that, you know, especially for the three of us, this felt like, you know, walking back into, like, Star Wars Galaxies. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God, yes! <laughs> like, like it's like, okay, I'm wa- I'm watching something from, from Star Wars Galaxy. Like, I believe this. Like, yeah. it's just that kind of, you know, Star Wars realism, if you can call it that. Yeah. It's like, it was, it's one of the... It's, Immersion, almost. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I mean, you remember the first time we got into Galaxies where it was like, this feels like Star Wars. It's totally different. And there's not a person I recognize... But this is Star Wars, and it, and mm-hmm. it's exactly that. Like, but the, the first five minutes of that should be a masterclass in cinema. Like, if you're gonna yeah. make, if you're gonna make an action movie or an action show, this is the fucking tempo. This is how you start it. <laughs> like, god damn. And initially, I thought that thug in the bar was Nick Frost. Uh, for a for a split second, I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, oh, in the the opening one, yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, I is that, is that Nick Frost? No, that's not Nick Frost. This would have no. made it amazing, but uh, no, it's very good. So yeah, that's uh, that's a big release. Um, obviously, uh, more game related stuff. 
the entire Five Nights at Freddy's series is on the Switch. Mm. Um, and that is that's another great one. Um, if you're just looking for like a fun little jump scare game, um, I, I the Switch is the perfect medium for this game for one thing. Uh, just the the touch screen, the portability. I think Five Nights at Freddy's is is gonna do really really well on that. So. Uh, no matter what platform you have, it's pretty much been released on everything at this point. Um, if you've never played it, highly recommend picking it up. It's a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it'll it'll make you jump, make you jump a few times. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely definitely a a jump scare. Like it's not like a a build up. It's like a, ooh, I scared. Okay, where the fuck did that thing go? <laughs> and that was not that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get out of here, ghosts. Get out of here, you creepy animatronic. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is yours, Nick, the VR one. Yeah. So coming out uh, December 10th, it's kind of like, you know, they're ramped up there a little bit of advertising, but it's called Boneworks. Um, Holy keeping shit. An eye on... Absolutely. Oh, you see this? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it it's totally physics-based uh, from, from what I've seen. And basically... Uh, you know, with other VRs, like you can kind of stick your head through things, your arms pass through things in a weird fashion mm-hmm. and, you know, somewhat immersion breaking, but you know, you know, you could say maybe there's limitations to the coding and whatnot. Well, apparently with Boneworks, they're setting up in such a way that everything you interact, or I say interact with, like you will not be able to put your hand through something just to try and pass. You can't put your head through something like you're going to, you're going to bang against a, like a table, let's say, uh-huh. um, because in other words, like, you know, if you kind of step outside your, your play zone or whatever, like you can kind of like go through and, you know, do weird things that maybe yeah. you're, you know, you're definitely your human body can do. But they're setting up in such a way that, yeah, you you will be pushing that table instead of like passing through it. Um, oh, and, and a whole bunch of other things. They had one scene where like you're putting on a cybernetic arm, but if you try to like put it on your body it'll stop on like your stomach or something like that. Like it, really? you know, the arm, the arm won't go any further. So it's not like you even interacting with your, your virtual self, so to speak. Nice. Um, so I can black so, out while tying my virtual shoes too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like the gameplay itself looks amazing. Kind of like a whole slew of weapons cool. has a very, you know, ha- half-life feel to it. Um, and yeah, I, I think this is, this is definitely worthy of like keeping an eye on. I'm definitely going to be checking out as soon as it comes, uh, becomes live on December 10th and uh, going for So, I'm I'm totally gonna kind of nerd out a little bit on on VR because VR's had just an amazing quarter. So, uh, at, uh VR got its first AAA release in uh, Asgard. I think is the name of it. Oh, oh yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. How was just, that? that? Yeah, that's that's. It, so I haven't played it yet, which is a problem once again. Modern Warfare Addiction, um, but across the charts, just amazing amazing it's getting blown up on reddit looks just awesome um it once again first triple a style full-blown experience for for rift and and everything else so that came out and then uh this boneworks game finally gets announced so uh corridor digital is kind of the split off from rocket jump if you remember those guys back in the day they made mm-hmm. all the rocket jump. all the really cool youtube videos yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, like, all the bullet effects and they made like yeah. a couple ones where you shoot flowers and they made some amazing modern warf- warfare ones yeah I remember um, those guys the, so the, the, the they people, split i should say that guys huh 
No, I, I remember those people. Yeah. Yeah. So like huge number of views on YouTube. Like they were like real pioneers. Uh, they kind of split up. Did like the the video game high school thing, and then they split after that. And yeah. half of that team, Brandon and some other guys, went and made this whole Boneworks game. Wow. And it's been it's been looking sick for years. And now they're finally ready to release it. And to Nick's point, this looks ridiculous. Like they're in their clips, they're showing people like jumping up and like knocking like ammo off top shelves and how you climb the shelves. And it looks just amazing. Um, and then on the heels of, of them finally announcing when this is coming out, the Half-Life trailer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my God. Right. Yeah. So as we might as well talk about that now. We're talking VR. I had it. I had it later I mean, in the news, but no, talk about it now. The, the last Half Life came out in 2005, and everyone's yeah. been like, "When is Half Life Three? When is Half Life Three? And now Valve drops this. The next Half Life is on VR, and on it VR, looks yeah. stupidly amazing. Yeah. And like, man, I if you if needed you any haven't more experienced proof. VR yet, yeah. if you haven't played it, if you haven't experienced it, find someone that's got it. It yeah. is, yeah. It, it's a different world. I was going to say, that's going to be the new take on the show. The last, I'd say, uh, 30 or so episodes, I've kept saying i got to get a Switch. And I've actually mentioned you on the show several times, because this is the guy I borrowed uh, the Rift headset for like a month. I borrowed Luke's headset. <laughs> and, uh, Which my kid still won't let me forget. He's like, you remember when Alan borrowed my headset for a month? And I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I'll tell you what, i tell you and what. And now you have a new one. It It is... It is incredible. And now I'm talking about, I, I was trying early generation shit, and I've seen what they've done since. Like, the Half-Life game is is the perfect footnote. Like, if, if you weren't convinced that VR is here to stay, that it's not a gimmick anymore, that it's not just something that's going to, you know, phase out in a couple months, you need to look no further than the simple fact that the next Half-Life is going to be a VR game. It says it all. Yeah, the only, the only so so here's the only problem that we have with VR right now. I think from my from my perspective, we're in that weird, <coughs> not the sweet spot area. Like we are right on the verge. Where we're about to cut all the cords, like like yeah. correctly, and we've kind of taken a step into that gray area with the quest. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Not yet. Like it's the cord sucks. It like, sucks, but but that's it, what I mean. It like, sucks. It's an experience that everyone should still experience. Think of it um, as think think of it as um, every console it's, it, from it's the Wii, right? It's it's the it's the Wii version of a console. No, or, no, or I, the I Xbox would... One, where it's like it's almost there, but it's not quite the next generation yet. I know. I, I would take it a step back because uh, you you made a great point with the cord. Uh, some of the best games were released on that we talk about on this show uh nintendo super nintendo genesis um you know all the way up with the original xbox and the original playstations i think ps2 even we didn't see wireless controls until we hit ps3 and xbox 360 where it was a standard part of the system and i think what you're looking at now is vr has finally gotten to like it's PS1, Xbox phase. Um, well, they're, they're getting to the point now where they can kind of sever that cord. Um, but it's not going anywhere. Like I, I think that's what I'm getting at. I don't think 
VR has had such a home run this year. Like you said, hell, this quarter has been fucking phenomenal for VR. And that's what I mean in that it's not a gimmick. It's not perfect. It's got a long way to go. I mean, just just compare Xbox One to the original Xbox. Um, or PlayStation 4 to the original PlayStation. There's a long way for VR to go. But the fact is, is it's going to go down that road. It's not going to disappear. Um, yeah, so I would almost... So, exactly your point. So it's, uh, So it's close enough that I think if you... If you buy in now, you will not be disappointed. Hell no. I still swear that the 15 greatest minutes of gaming for me in the last 20 years was when I threw that headset on and I played Robo Recall. It's just, I've heard good things about that. Yes. I got to check that out. Dude. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's just a different experience where you're just like, this is a whole different world. This is a new um, way to game. Like my brother-in-law, yeah. I, I, I think I mentioned it, Luke, cause I talked about, I talked about it the week after I borrowed your rift. Um, we played that. You brought it over. That's what you kind of introduced us to VR on. Yep. And my brother-in-law Ross was here, and when he got done playing it and he took the headset off, he's like, that is the fucking future. Like, that is yeah. the greatest video game experience I've ever fucking had. And he is an yeah. all-day, everyday gamer. I, w- I was there for that. Like, that's yeah. when we actually hooked it all up and he played it. And it was like, at the end of the day, it was just like, like he played for, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. Like fifteen months, and it's so. it's that transformative of an experience. Yeah. I I think the I, I I think the best like translation for it to anyone who hasn't experienced it would be going from gaming on like the old school twenty one inch CRT in yeah. your bedroom, and then you switch to playing on a seventy two inch console t- like a seventy two inch LCD TV. Yes. Suddenly yeah. you're like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in the game. Obviously, when you bought that TV, it wasn't the like, oh my god, it wasn't the end state, but it was really amazing. Mm-hmm. That's where VR is right now. And you know what? It's one of my so close, and it's definitely worth it. You know what? One of my favorite experiences was on VR, not just the games. Sitting back in my reclining gaming chair, watching Braveheart on Prime yeah. on the equivalent of what would have been an IMAX movie theater. <laughs> yep. Or so watching, so you can also throw up like different like uh, TV screens. So yeah. if anyone remembers the uh, amazing scene from uh, Back to the Future, where he's like, "Show me channels 65, 38, <laughs> yeah. whatever." Yeah. He's got like, You can do that, yeah. and it's ridiculous. Like I've done that with watching football games, and I'll have like six different games on, <laughs> and it's just a matter of what you look at. You can watch. It's, it, and you're just sitting there, you're like, I feel like I'm in my chair, but in my mind, I'm sitting in this like floating easy chair with my legs up and I've got yeah. 600 inch TVs. It's, it's wild. It's, it is, it's, it's an immersive experience that unless you actually experience it, you can't you describe, can't describe it. it. You can't describe everyone it. now is on the same page. Cause I mean, the new half-life, I mean, how do you, yeah. how do you Once go, again. Hey, we haven't released a new game in 13 years. This is the Bam. market we Here's want to Half Life. Yeah. Not only that, well, this is the market they're shooting for. I mean, we. Yeah. Well, it's also like if you notice every time, ha- or not Half Life, but every time Steam releases a game, period, they're they're promoting some kind of tech, whether it be software wise or even hardware. So I'm wondering if we might see something also kind of in the sidelines from their VR side that you know kind of help promote this too. Like, yeah. Are we going to see a potentially a wireless thing or? Something? 
I think so. I, I think we're going to see something. So they so they have to, right? So so Facebook and Oculus just launched the Quest, mm-hmm. which initially was like a is like a VR light. From what and I've heard, though, it's pretty it. good. Well, they updated it, right? So they yeah. so it initially released and it was like, eh. then they released an update. It was like this is better. So if Valve wants to keep up with that, yeah. they've got to have something new coming out, and it's got to be soon-ish because. Yeah, I mean, you look Facebook's at, moving I think hard. This is March, right? Yeah, Facebook's moving hard on that. Um, they are, and it's great. It's great. Uh, but for the sake of time, I want to cruise us over to the news, and we'll talk about tech that's not working. Um, that I predicted, and I don't want to sound like one of those smug assholes, but I think. I <laughs> Wait, think... are you saying that Stadia is not a success? <laughs> Come on, dude! I have been saying this for months. Like they haven't we both have. Yeah, you have too. Like they haven't shown it, much. Everyone and, had like the and, world was like Google, you're stupid. They're like, no, we're gonna do it. Okay. It's like, well, it's like, did they not think of the fundamental problem of networking? They could have the Rambo nine thousand fucking routers, switches, network infrastructure, the most powerful shit you could have right in the middle of the valley in California, pumping it out to us as fast as it could possibly go. And then it hits Pennsylvania's internet infrastructure. Like, it's just not there yet. And it's exactly what everybody's saying. There's lag. There's latency between button presses. It might work for some games. Like, I'm sure it's fantastic for Hearthstone, but who needs that? You could fucking play that online. Like, it's just not there yet. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I know Google is a company that loves to push the envelope and stuff. But it's one of those things you have to be so careful if you're going to try to find a market. And I feel like VR learned this lesson pretty hard about, I want to say like 10, 15 years ago when the technology first started coming around. And it's like when you when you do that initial probe to see, oh, let's see how good this is. And yet your hardware is not there and the infrastructure isn't there to support it. You, you're you're pretty much setting that back, which I'm fine with. Like, I mean, I don't like the idea of just a streaming video game service. It's different. Like, Game Pass is different. I'm downloading it to my console that is built specifically for gaming or my computer. Uh, same thing with PS Now. The, like, unless it's a PlayStation earlier generation game, those you're streaming just because they don't want to emulate it in the hardware. I get that. But the like rest of the games that are PS4 and PS Now, you're downloading to your console. It's the same principle. They don't want to stream it if they don't have to, because it's just not there yet. And I well, don't... kind of the the other conundrum to this is the, the people who could afford, like basically, you need to, you know, like you said, a really kicking internet to be able to get this to even work. People who can afford that probably already have machines and rigs and you know indoor consoles mm-hmm. that can play on this anyway. And to your point, it's like the subscription service via you know like Game Pass Live, and we got the EA thing, and you know like everyone everyone's doing their download subscription. That's so much more enticing than a service that you know download and you can play. You know the hardware is on their side, and you just simply play it on yours type of thing. And so, yeah, I'm gonna so let me let me throw out as as <laughs> the opposite voice. So. <laughs> I disagree. I think that if so, how to say this? So, first of all, they're not there yet. I completely agree. However, there is an absolutely insanely huge market, 
and an insanely huge need for them to do what they do. I so get that. If, if so, like, so Al, you've got three kids. Mm-hmm. You give it ten years, you've got to buy three machines that are performing on a yearly basis, or your kid gets smoked in Fortnite, and then <laughs> I have to disown them because they play Fortnite. But <laughs> that's not the point. But I mean, when you get to that point where where you can broadcast the game and they can all play it on the same level. It's a world of difference. So I, I don't know if you guys watch Linus Tech Tips at all. And I don't want to give a shout out to other channels and stuff, but they no, did no, a really, I, really... No, no, hold on. I, I'm all for that on here, so please do so. Okay. So, I mean, everyone knows it. it like, it's not an affiliate link or anything. I just watched their video. But they did an, a recent video on how much of a difference a 60 hertz, a 144 hertz, and a 240, I think it's 240 hertz monitor makes when you're playing games like counter-strike and overwatch and they had some professionals on there who actually play these games for a living yeah and the difference in in how much skill you can buy is ridiculous mm-hmm. so if they can actually merge that like merge that skill point and go you know everyone plays on our servers but this here's... is all you have but your example That's a world of difference. They're just not anywhere near there yet. But the example However, you're using with Hertz, that's a that is a specific to the hardware it, you're viewing with. No, no, I, I I agree. I'm just using it as an example. Okay. However, on the internet side, I have friends on the West Coast who are getting one gig up and down for what I'm paying for fifty up and or oh yeah, no, I've fifty down and five up for. I know I've, I less I, or the same. I've made that across the board. I've made that point so, on here many, many times. Oh yeah. uh, it's we, it's an amazing like they're they're not there yet. And but that's, man, do I hope but, they get there because I oh, would yeah. love to be in that in that world where everyone's playing on an equal footing. And I know if you beat me, it's because you're just better than me. Yeah. Well, and I don't think any of us are saying like, oh, this 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 this. Just doesn't make it period. Like it's just it's not ready today. No, like, and, it, and that's it, there. The nationwide infrastructure isn't there yet. Yes, it, it you know it can work absolutely. Like uh, I've talked with some others who you know amazingly funny enough out in California where they're like yeah it, like they're not having too much issues with it. You know they can they can tell slightly audios maybe just a little off, but it for all intents and purposes it works for them. But it's like yeah, it, like you said, like I, you get out here or you're getting into you know rural America. There, you know, it's like it's not not going to work for them, and it's not going to be feasible for them. Yeah, and that's that's what I've been saying on here for a couple months is that, yeah, this might work great out in California, where the the internet infrastructure is almost to the point where where Stadia needs it to be to be successful, and that that's the point where, where it's like to me, <clears throat> if you're just probing the market with this kind of technology, okay. Um, go for it. But the amount of money that I've heard they've poured into this, it's like, like, is nobody, nobody sitting there like telling you like, hold on, we should really cap this at some point because there's only so far we can go to where this is just not going to work. And, but there's a, but there's a whole lot of places on this globe that this thing will work amazing. Oh yeah. Fucking Korea. Fucking South Korea has one of the best internet infrastructures in the world. Japan, it, France, Japan, France, UK. like it'll work perfectly. Like there's, there's a lot of areas that that this kind of a technology will really work amazingly well, and I'm sure Nvidia doesn't like that. I, I bet they don't. 
But yeah, so I mean, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. This, I'm, this is one of those like I I hope you guys have the best of luck because this is something we need. It's a game changer if it works. The on the launch, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's that. That's what I mean. I I feel like they'd launch this too soon. Um, at least for now, it's just not there yet. But yeah, I mean, I think we're probably we're probably saying things that have already been said. It's just too soon. It's not there yet. Um, I'm sure, ten ten years from now, we'd be saying a different singing a different tune if uh, American broadband infrastructure decides to get its head out of its ass. Um, which, I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Uh, but we'll see. Although, Pete, no, I can't say that. Uh, since our last episode, um, uh, Blue Ridge slash PTD actually now removed data caps uh, on the plan. Uh -huh. on, so so my, uh, mine actually dropped my price. They didn't change the data caps, but they dropped my price like 30 bucks a month. Yeah, they dropped they dropped my price and they killed my data caps. So I have unlimited bandwidth, and oh boy, am I making them feel it this month just on fucking principle. So <laughs> I, I may just have to buy like a new hard drive and just come there and just Still download everything up. on Steam just to see what happens. I downloaded three. See if like someone knocks on your doors. I downloaded three point five terabytes just because I fucking could. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Uh, but yeah, um, so that's, that's Google Stadia. Uh, some more fun news, news, news. Uh, Ken and Roberta Williams' house is up for sale. Uh, for those who heard our recent interview with Lori and Corey Cole, Ken and Roberta Williams were mentioned. They are the founders of Sierra Online, uh, the creators of the classics like King's Quest, Space Quest, Quest for Glory, Police Quest, and Leisure Suit Larry, and many others. Um, they are the founders of Sierra. They built this house in 1985. Uh, there's pictures of it online. If you have a cool 2.3 mil, you can go buy it yourself today and invite me over for milk and cookies. I will definitely fly out just to uh, walk through this amazing-looking house that is a spectrum of the past. Spectrum of the past. It is... It is 1980s, early 1980s through and through. Tile, tile, like small tiles everywhere. Like, it. man, it is every bad design decision made in I the 80s. I love it. I, I look, I look through it. And I'm just like, man, I wouldn't buy that house if it was. Oh, I'd buy it, it in a need, heartbeat. It need work. They got a stained glass window with the Sierra Mountain on it. They have another. That I one. would keep. I would, have... I would. I would. I would absolutely keep that. And then. So the so the worst part, uh, Nick. Did you check a look? Did you take a look at the uh, pictures? <laughs> no. So it's literally like they've got a cool picture of this Sierra stained glass thing in the. I think it's in the bathroom, right, Alan? It's in the bathroom. Yes. So it's literally in the bathroom, right next to the carpeted floor, and the bathroom vanity that has like the super small tiles with the grout in between them. I was like, I would knock that entire bathroom out <laughs> and just keep that window. <laughs> Everything else needs to go. Oh. It's so great, though. They have another stained glass window with the Apple logo and then a bunch of Sierra characters in it. I just pasted the link in our uh, Discord. Um, yeah, but that one's it's going to cost you extra to upgrade it. You can't maintain it. If anything happens, you can't work on it. Like It's just all kinds of trouble. I don't really? care. It's a time capsule. I would just walk around was, in it. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. That was an Apple joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now, I, now, now it clicked. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love it. 
Now this this house is like I don't know I I, I love the the stupid design decisions of the eighties, and this has like all the Easter eggs of like all the classic Sierra games. It's like oh I love this house I want it. Who wants to spot me a cool couple now? <laughs> One million. It's it's literally that house that you hope some investor buys, and they take all the really cool stuff out and they put it on eBay. Yeah, so like do an auction or people something. who really want that can buy it. Like yeah. I would love to hang that awesome Sierra logo right oh, like yeah. like me give too. me that framed in wood and I'll put it on my freaking wall. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah, it would. I'd do you it can keep your tile though. Oh, that's so funny. The next news item, oh, this is the could you would you question. Uh, Japanese hotel charges $1 a night if you live stream your stay. I mean, how long can I stay? Like I, I mean, people, people are seeing me in boxes walking around. It's, I mean, I, I I'm down. I didn't get the details. I saw this one on Kotaku. I was like, I'd even, I'd even boink, you know, I'd, I'd do whatever you want me I, to do. Uh, you're you're looking at thirty bucks a month rent. I, I've got a feeling they have some standards, and those standards are way above us. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a dollar a night. Look, I'm thirty, late thirties, and uh, fat and old, so. I'll do whatever you want on camera. I got no shame. <laughs> if I'm there for business, no, I'm only kidding, sort of. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as long as I don't have to shave. If they make me shave on camera, like, oh, we've got a problem. <laughs> See, that's Japan, and I, they might be into that shit. I don't know. Like, well, I mean, my beard. Like anything else. All right, cool. I'm down, but you don't touch the beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious on how comfortable it is. How big this? Are, you know, are we talking like you know the tube hotels? <laughs> yeah, or is it a roach motel? <laughs> like a proper room size? <laughs> It's like, See, hey, Nick's asking the smart questions. We're like, well, I mean, what do I have to do on camera? What do we, what are, like, it's like, in a coffin? What, yeah. <laughs> what? It's like, mm, I don't the, think the dollar's worth it. I'd rather sleep in a comfy bed. <laughs> mm, I love this Bocho Rogan. It's so comfy in here. I mean, we're talking Roach Motel. You got any rock? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, the next item got me really fucking stoked. And I, I have the article up here, actually. The Witcher episode titles, Witcher mm. episode titles from the Netflix show have been released. And, oh, my God. Like, it's it's like they're just teasing us, like, with how great this is going to be. Like, episode one, the end's beginning. A monster slain, a butcher named. It's That's obviously going into Geralt's past. Uh, the butcher pass that's in the books, so you can tell they're they're definitely pulling from the books. They're going to be faithful to the books at least to some degree. And um, yeah, Dandelion is obviously episode what is it? Uh, five, uh, a fateful meeting. A bard is maimed. <laughs> so throwing that out there, uh, going way back to the beginning of the conversation, uh, I believe The Witcher Three is getting released on Game Pass next month. Is it really? It's coming ah. soon. I don't remember. Don't quote me on the exact timeline, but that is by ah. far my game of the decade. Oh, yeah. I, I bought the fucking oh, It is sure. amazing. If you haven't played it, That's oh, my great. God, take a week off work. Well, take at least three days in a say, long you're gonna, weekend. You're going to need more than a week if you have the ultimate uh, edition. Greatest, That's what I'm greatest to, game of the decade. Well, yeah, but that's not coming out till next year, right? I know, so that could I be know, the 2020 get. That's true. Decade. Yeah, there you go. The game of the next decade. <laughs> yes. Plus, it's got Keanu in it. So, uh, I mean, he needs guns. That's How right. What's wrong with that? That's right. And he knows Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. And for the last time, no, you don't. 
You're breathtaking. Good, good old celebrity what, Jeopardy. What if he makes there. the jump? You know, everyone who hasn't seen the Matrix right now is going, "What the fuck are they what talking the, about? What are these or, old geese talking about?" Or in my if case, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch at least through the part where they make all the guns appear out of yeah. nowhere. Or and in, then after that, you can pass out. It's cool. Or in my case, celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> I know kung fu. For the last time, no, you don't. Oh, those were classics. Did nobody watch <laughs> SNL Celebrity Jeopardy? Hmm? Saturday Night Live Celebrity yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if this is in your news story, or I think it was like actually why you were dying of 180 fever, but oh. you saw the, the guy from the final Jeopardy actually wrote, like, we wish you well, Alex. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, moved him to yeah, yeah. years. You can see him, like, kind of, you know, direct, that is, and you're kind of, like, getting choked up a little bit. It's like, oh, man. Wow, yeah, that, End that's of an rough. era. It really is, man. Uh, yeah, I know we grew up with that shit. I mean, I know it's yeah, been on longer in, than us. In 15 years, it won't even be memes anymore. Like, how messed up is that? Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. It's it's weird, man, when you start thinking about the shit that, uh, that was, like, a lexicon for us is, is on its way out. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's why our show and many others like us have so much relevance. People are like, I ain't letting this shit go yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, uh, that was, that was, that was touching. It's just weird. So, it, it, so in relation to that, t- totally not bragging, but my kid's 13 and he is more stoked for Half-Life than I am. And he knows <laughs> way more about the, like the everything about it than <laughs> I do. So I'm like, these, these old games, they are oh they're, they're relevant man yeah they're yeah. moving forward they're relevant uh and it's kind of funny like when uh kingdom hearts was releasing we talked about it on here you know it was one of amber's favorite favorite game series so when we were nearing the time where kingdom hearts was finally releasing and they're they're showing more trailers and we're getting closer to the release date you know she's getting more and more excited and they released like that final trailer where it's like you saw Elsa from Frozen, and the kids are flipping out. And they're like, <laughs> "It's like, mom, I can't wait to play this one." And Amber's like, "Well, you're gonna have to fucking sit down and wait because I've been waiting 14 years for this shit." <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, how cool is that though? Like, oh, it's you're awesome! Like, awesome. It's awesome! I've got the next generation of gamer like right behind me. Oh yeah, and, and they're playing yeah. the old shit too. Like that's. That's yeah. super cool. Oh yeah, they were playing. Uh, Paige and uh, me were playing uh, Yoshi's Island with, with the Switch. You get I got the online thing, and you get the uh, Super Nintendo and Nintendo Classics. And so they were playing uh, Super Mario Two Yoshi's Island and having a blast. It's like shit. Yeah, I was, I was probably ten years older than you when that shit came out. So now you give her Battletoads. No, you make her work her way through that level no, no, until no. she gets to the level you can't possibly win. The speed bike level. And then level. she dies still, and you go, you're I, welcome. Yep, I still haven't fucking won the speed bike level. I always hit the warp that sends me like six boards ahead and then I die immediately. No, no, uh, even better. You make her play Contra and let her get killed like a bunch of times. And then you have <laughs> Kyle come on here and do it like no a, death style. Did, be like, uh, did you hear the episode you know, where he, he finally did the no death run? Uh, I saw it on Facebook. He was, he f- I'm like, man, I can't get out of the first level without dying. And you beat the game? Like, yeah. That's a whole different level of, of holy shit. I watched his extra life two years ago where he was attempting it again. And like my heart just like fell out of my chest when, when he died. And I was just like, no, like I thought I was going to witness history, you know, retro rents history here. Like Kyle was going to do it. 
Like, I know how hard he's been working on that. So when he posted that, we were like, Kyle, you did it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much. Uh, another news uh, item I, I really wanted to get to, uh, because the last episode we did release was our interview with Lori and Corey Cole. And we were helping push the final, I think it was the final 72 hours of their Kickstarter for uh, Summer Days at Hero U. Um, thanks to uh, fans, backers, some people I know that listen to the show, and some hosts of the show uh, who contributed as well. They made their Kickstarter and then some to get uh, two extra backer bonus goals or whatever. So Summer Days is going to get made. Uh, I'm, I'm still talking with them a bunch and uh, you know, kind of hanging out as part of this process. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having them on again as the game starts really taking shape. They have a demo on Steam um, that we've already mentioned. And uh, no, I'm just, I'm very happy to announce they, they made it. So it was really cool to um, to have been a part of that. And I, I just want to send them a quick thank you for coming on the show again. And uh, it was really cool to kind of help push that over the finish line. And I'm happy it happened because adventure games, which I love and, you know, I know there's not a huge market for it. So it's always cool to see kind of that old style in a new way, apparently, the way they're doing this, which sounds like so much fun, uh, is going to get made. So I'm happy to uh, say they did it. And congrats, Transolar. We love you. Uh, yeah, finally. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Just look forward to that. Oh, hell yeah. Me too. I, I love like. And they just unabashedly make those classic adventure games without the frustrating cat cat mustache puzzles. Cat hair mustache puzzles, yes. Uh, blah, 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 where are we? Yes, we already talked VR Half-Life, Alex, uh, March 2020. Uh, so, yeah, again, if you needed any more proof that VR is, is at least here till 2020, <laughs> uh, Valve is going to be making the next Half-Life on it. I cannot wait to play it. So that is going to be the new theme of the Retro Rants is Al needs a VR headset. <laughs> so there's a bunch of really amazing games <coughs> out there. Mm -hmm. uh, Have you played From Other out. Sons yet? Have I played what? From Other Sons, the one I was playing with uh, Jeremy. Yeah, so super cool game. Uh, really cool mechanics. But there's been a couple since then that have kind of pushed it forward. Uh, oh, Blades sure. and Sorcery is kind of the new standard, if you will. Uh -huh. um, if you haven't played it, it's awesome. You basically are sitting there fighting in more or less real time with other people. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Uh, check it great. out. Uh, any questions on stuff or stuff you want me to check out on VR, feel free to post it up. I've got uh, the Rift S and a standard Rift. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will absolutely uh, put my kid through the paces and make him test anything out you want. Oh, yeah. And Especially that... if it's really stupid. And that goes for... Uh... You know, just again, post it up in the save point. Like I said, Luke posts there a lot. Uh, he comments a lot. And, um, yeah, he's definitely... I put him and uh, Jeremy, who also posts in there, and Nick, now that he's he's gotten a headset and has been posting a lot of VR mm -hmm. stuff. You know, check with the three of them. I, I'd say they've really got a, a solid, solid handle on the VR market and what's out there and what's good and, you know, what's to be avoided. Uh, I still promote that if you want to get exercise, uh, Creed... VR <laughs> is fucking phenomenal to make you sweat. Man, any VR. There's so many times where, like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, and Nick, you're probably in the same boat. I'm like, man, I'm looking at this headset sitting on my desk, and I'm just like, nah, I'm too fat to play that. 
<laughs> like, I, I, I will try that tomorrow. I'm not putting that headset on tonight. I'm too tired. Yeah, well, it's definitely like, you know, because Monday's my VR night, essentially, that I'll stream. And I, I kind of make sure it's like, you know, I got to make sure I have enough energy levels depending on what I'm playing. You know, but yeah, like I did, uh, there was a, a super hot VR came out uh, just the other week for uh, Viveport. So oh, fucking nice. good, too. Oh, Amazing so good. Amazing must but buy man, game. by the end of it, I was just, like, drenched in buckets. Like, I did not expect it to be that much of a workout, but it was. Yeah. It was just because I was, just, like, moving all around. I was doing, like, matrix moves and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, woo! <laughs> so, super Hot's the, the game where, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, that was so much fun. And then you take a step, and you're like, wait, why does my lowered left back hurt? Yeah, like, <laughs> you back, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of fell over when I was dodging that shotgun blast. It, it's a... I think it's on actually on uh, on PS4 as well. PS4 VR has super yeah, I think hot. It, yeah, I think it released. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it's been on there for a long time. Think, any VR platform is, and it's it's one of the must buy games for VR. It is. Yeah, I've heard that one. Like that one, port. Beat Saber. Yeah, yeah. Be, I, I've yet to play Beat Saber, but that looks like a lot of fun. A lot of rhythm stuff. There's one that's coming out. Um, well, it's already out, but uh, I'm waiting for it to hit Viper. So we talk about these subscriptions. Like I would hands down, it, whatever uh, set you get, make sure you pick up the subscription service. So I have HCC Vive, so I use Viveport. You can get Viveport on the Rift so, as well. On, on the yeah. So, I, on, on, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It's like you can jump through a few hoops. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm probably eventually gonna do that when I go to try eventually play. Um, I do want to play the uh the Star Wars VR. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, I did so Viveport. I can, uh, I, Immortal Vader. Yes, 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 yes. Those. Yep. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably have to, you know figure out how to what hoops I need to jump through to get that to work it, on the it, Vive. It was. It, ha- it was not. It was honestly not difficult. But like I, I well I don't know about the the Rift one, but I I when I was borrowing Luke's Rift, I jumped on Viveport for a month. So that I could pick a few and, and play around with them, uh, and it was but yeah, it, it's definitely worth it because like you know, there's a lot of games that are like okay, they're maybe only an hour long. Sometimes they're even less if they're like more like what I consider tech demos. Um, but it allows you yeah to kind of see the gambit of like what you want. Obviously, there's going to be the tentpole ones like you know we're, we're talking about like uh, um, the Half Life one coming up and boneworks and you know yeah. like you know super hot vr like you know like if you don't have those like those would be definitely purchases <laughs> but since they came in through the vibe ports like yeah i'm i'm enjoying the hell out of them so i uh i and, still and enjoyed nick, the oh go ahead nick, i'm sorry so so nick i don't know if you've gotten the the joy of the experience yet or not but have you played a um uncomfortable vr experience yet <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah I, I tell i tell this is part of part of my my vr journey so when i first got it uh I, you know obviously steam i had a couple steam games that were vr capable i think he's and talking right porn. out of the gate what are you talking about porn no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's the vr sickness problem yeah the vr sickness yeah <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. and Subnautica was like, you know, I played it in, yep. you know, regular, and, yep, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Subnautica VR, slapped it on, I was like, oh! <laughs> takes like, like three hours first... to come back from, oh, yeah, yeah, same thing, yeah, and, and everyone I talk to does the same thing, like, everyone has Subnautica for some reason, they're like, oh, yeah, this has VR, I'm gonna try it, and yeah, like, first minute, it's like, and then it takes you, like, three or four hours just, like, pull out of the, the, the nausea zone, and I'm like, yeah, same thing happened to me, and, you yeah, know, the problem is, it, that VR was tacked on as hell and and now that i've played actual like proper out of the gate vr games like proper and having a whole bunch of fun and not really getting that much motion sickness no it it has to be designed for it 
Yeah. So so the the problem with VR, in case anyone's going, what the hell are they talking about? See, I didn't say the F word. You're welcome. No, <laughs> in case anyone's like wondering, like, what the hell they're talking about? So if you think of like a roller coaster where you're looking straight mm-hmm. ahead and you expect something to happen, and all of a sudden your eyes go in a different direction from your body, you get really sick, your mm-hmm. your brain does like disconnects from your eyes, your stomach gets upset. It's it's full on motion sickness. So when that happens in VR, what typically happens is you're doing an action and your eyes think you're going to do one thing and your brain thinks you're going one way and then your eyes go. So it can happen a couple of different ways. So there's a NASA one as well. Like you're on the, on the space station, which was my kind of like, Oh my God, this is terrible kind of thing. And <laughs> you're holding onto a wall and you know, you're holding strongly on this wall and all of a sudden the camera just moves. Yeah. Moves so on basically you, yes. your hand goes or your head goes the opposite direction, but you're still holding on this wall. And you get super motion sick, like yeah. your your brain just forgets why you're why you're doing what you're doing, yep. and you get sick as hell. It takes hours to go away. So most games on both both Steam and like Oculus Store will actually tell you a comfort comfort rating. level. Yeah, yeah, comfort rating. Pay attention to that. Yeah, you might think you're really badass, and you're like, I don't care. I can do intense mode. Take it from three hours on the couch from me. You can't until you work your way up there. It will mess you up. Oh yeah, and it's it's very much it's like a muscle. Like because you know you know playing enough now where I can tell like okay yeah like out of the gate this would have got me last time but. Like you know, like playing. I think it was. I think it was uh, uh, super hot VR. It's like I, I I walk through the whole thing like not a not an inch of uh you know ounce of motion sickness. Whereas like other games, were like there'd be like a twinge of it, but it wasn't enough to never enough to like send me over. But yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a muscle. Yep. You just had to keep doing it. You know, doing and doing small session. Never like try to force your way through. Yeah, it. I'd say start small. Like do it in like twenty minute clips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cause, yeah. and cause... look for look games that have teleportation. Yes. So spot, yes. Your, your yeah. brain doesn't care about teleporting. Yeah, no, like if, it's it's where like walking. it's like think like the old adventure games because I remember having to get used to this too on computer with just like Absolutely. a monitor, like where it was like you would hit up and you would go a full grid square, not a smooth transition, but a grid square was just like snap, 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 and that makes it easier for you to get used to because like right around the end of the time I had your headset luke uh ace combat 6 came out oh no that had a vr component no you didn't you you did oh i did and it ended with diarrhea Um, i don't know if i can blame it it on that the other spot man oh it came out both well that was the uh the awkward part thankfully we we keep a bucket right near the toilet just to throw out miscellaneous garbage because it was one of those like simultaneous oh my god and um yeah, no, it, it. I think that was tacked on just because VR was uh, getting big at that point. Um, or maybe that's exactly how I would react if I was put into the cockpit of an F-16. I probably would <laughs> shit and puke myself. It just comes I mean, out. Mo- most of the time when I see the videos, it comes out of one hole, not both. Just saying. Uh, well, I might have been a little hungover, so that didn't help. Jeez. Oh, do not... Do not play VR when you're hungover. No, drunk is no. fine. Hungover, drunk is great. No. I fucking played drunk the one night when I had your headset. Oh, it's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Until you wake up, you saw the headset on. You're just like, wait, where am I? I don't know, but I got a fucking huge TV. I'm loving this. 
Don't sleep, watch Braveheart again in the movie theater. God damn it. <laughs> so e- either way, VR is amazing. Oh, it's awesome. It's absolutely worth a check out, especially with Black Friday coming up. You're probably going to see the, Ooh, that's a good uh, the original vibes, the CV1s. I think it's CV1. Um, do your research. The controllers are the big, big difference. Um, but no matter what you get into, your ki- if you have kids, your kids will love it. There's like some like don't have kids under ten playing it. That's stupid. Ignore that shit. Um, and yeah, it's it's absolutely worth a ride. Yeah, it will it will revolutionize the way you look at video games. You'll never look at it the same way again. It'll be like the first time you played like an awesome console or an awesome computer it's, game where you were like, holy shit, this this. Has it's like changed. the first time you walked into arcade and you picked yes. up those little blasters in like Hall of the Dead or. Uh, Mad Whatever, Dog like, McCree, like Mad Dog McCree, you had, or, yeah, it's yeah. like that. <clears throat> yeah, where it's like, oh my god, this is a whole new way to game. And on that note, everybody, I think we will start wrapping this one up. Um, we still need to pick a save point game of the month. Um, maybe, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that now. Uh, let's think of something that everybody can get a hold of. Either it's on a Game Pass subscription, or you know what? Maybe we'll maybe we'll go with the future. Uh, because you said this is probably coming out in a month or so. Let's make the game of the month. We'll, we'll call it maybe the game of two months. Because that seems to be what these round out to be. Uh, let's make it The Witcher 3. Um, I think at this point. I mean that's point, not fair for a month. I mean that's a that's a life decision. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll do it for two months. Uh, we'll, we'll set the next game of the whatever. To, take it into the new year. We'll take it. Yeah, you know what? Let's take it into the new year. That's, uh, that's main, a great choice. The main reason being is you could pretty much get this for dirt cheap on every console at this point, even the Switch. Yep. Uh, it may it's, not. It's uh, um, it's on sale on Humble as well, and I think yeah. Steam's dropping the price also. So you Check should Black be in Friday. the ten to fifteen range, especially coming up with Black Friday. But it's a must play. Absolutely. On any console, it's on every console as far as I know. And it is, it is an absolutely, especially if you have a PC that can max it out. Oh my God, oh, yeah. does that game look fucking breathtaking? But it's, it's also just a very, very good game, uh, especially if you like folklore, monster folklore, um, myths and legends and shit like that. It is really, really good. Cannot recommend it enough. And with the new Netflix show coming in the near future, uh, what a better way to get ready for it than play through The Witcher Three? So. Very good, fellas. That will be our new game of the month. Uh, we do not have any voicemails. I leave that on my own shoulders just because I did not get a question of the bye week out. I hinted at it earlier. Like, we literally had the flu in my entire household. It went from kid to kid to kid. No, kid to wife to baby to then the kid and me. And um, if you've ever had a baby with flu... Uh, you pretty much have a good viewpoint of where you're going to go if there is an afterlife and you've been a piece of shit. Um, it's just fucking hell. It was awful. Um, so, yeah, it's it's why we've kind of been out of action for a couple of weeks. And if I wasn't taking care of somebody sick, I got sick myself. Uh, we are kind of finally all back on our feet. And uh, thank you to all of you in the community uh, from, you know, the talking place at Los is, uh, you know, Los and the gang, uh, Mike and the bad fodder figures, Jeremy, Eric, Matt, uh, all y'all that reached out, um, even, you know, Denny from the, the tap, the craft brewing. I really appreciate all the well wishes. 
uh, just from everybody in general that reached out and was just thinking of us during that time. It really sucked. Um, so thank you all. I, I might have missed some people there. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we will be back to our usual bi-weekly schedule from here on out, barring we don't get Black Plague, at which point I'll just put a yellow flag up on my Twitter profile. <laughs> You'll know what's going on. Uh, so other Bring than out. that, yeah, Bring other, out you're dead. I'm Bring not out quite you're dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know how you know we're getting fucking old? How ancient do we feel making those references? <laughs> where it's like we used to be able to enter a room and do that, and know that at least half of the room would go, "I'm not quite dead." And now it's like we just get looked at like we're fucking like, nuts. What? <laughs> what That's literally our Thanksgiving movie. Watch that every Thanksgiving now. I'll be watching it for sure myself. There it is. Either that one or uh, what name are you calling him? Ah, uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Life of Brian. It's the best. Speak up. Ah, <laughs> oh, good shit. And on that note, we'll end on conclusions, final thoughts, and shout-outs. Uh, let's start with you, Luke. Any person, cast, show, whatever you want to shout-out and bring to the fans' attention. Uh, you know, Modern Warfare, it's solid. Don't buy it yet. Wait a little while. Um, you can't beat the Assassin's Creed games for Oh My God Amazing. They've just been keeping me entertained in the background forever. And really pay attention to that VR scene. It is getting ridiculous if you haven't invested in it. Ah, Black Friday Christmas sales coming up. Buy your new stuff. It's going to be amazing. Oh, and Odyssey is the shit, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't just stop. I can't stop raiding fortresses and just murdering everybody. It's ridiculous. It's a wonderful game. Uh, Nick, how about you? Shoutouts. Are you streaming anything? anything uh, nothing really much uh, on that front. Again, having a blast with Mandalorian. Go get Disney oh, Plus. So <laughs> be, a, be a show for Disney. <laughs> oh, I'll show for Disney any day. They fucking knocked this out of the park. Um, yeah, no, uh, on my end, uh, obviously, big shout out to the fans. Thank you, everybody who listens and pushes the show. We appreciate it wholeheartedly. Shout out to Luke. Thank you for literally joining on fucking two minutes notice because uh, I hadn't heard from Nick. <laughs> and literally, literally, so, Luke, so... Goes, Luke goes, I'm going to go get my headset. And all of a sudden, Nick's like, oh, yeah, we're on tonight. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I get to just bullshit about computer games for an hour. I'm like, I'm down. That's like every other night. So I'm in. Good. Yeah, no, and this is this is pretty much this is what we do every two weeks. So thank you, Luke, for showing up. I really appreciate that. I know it was short notice, and uh, wow, you just fucking fit right in. You know, I, I have to break a fourth wall here. Now, Luke and I did record an episode like a year ago, completely drunk off our asses, just um, uh, talking video games and all that, but this is why you don't do these things when you're drunk. I was apparently, I had it recording through the wrong microphone, that was sitting next to my speaker and you could barely hear Luke. And it sounded like he was calling me on one of those old phones from the 1910s where they had to crank the wheel first. And like, you could hear them in the middle of a storm where it's like, what your Anos has cancer. Oh, you just saw <laughs> Prancer. That's wonderful. Like it's, it's just, yeah, it was not good. So it was actually good to really get you on here. And, uh, if I remember, if I remember correctly, that was the inaugural and only episode of 
Oh, what the hell do we call it? We call Al that? loves everything and Luke hates everything. Yes, <laughs> like that. Yeah, Al loves everything, Luke hates the rest, or something like that. It, it was something to that effect. <laughs> I basically go, the game you played was shit. The game I played was shit. Stop talking it up. <laughs> and we were, oh, what the hell? We were playing like some Canadian, like it was like a Canadian game where you're like, a oh, 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 Death Road to Canada. There you go. That yeah. One. I was like, this Canada. game is terrible. It wouldn't have been good in like 1990. Like, I love that game. It was stupid. It was terrible, and it should never be played by anyone. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll start that up someday. But thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. Uh, we'll shout out to uh, our pals, the Everyday Gamers, uh, and then of course, Bad Fodder Figures, Mike, Matt, Jeremy, Eric. Uh, I missed your fucking call in by like 30 minutes apparently because you guys did early today. Uh, but yeah, great show over there at Bad Fodder Figures, F O D D E R. Um, I I just I listen to them every week. They're hysterical, and uh, I usually call in every week as well, just because they're just such a fun group to interact with. Oh Matt, did I forget Matt? Mike, Matt, Jeremy, Eric? I don't know. I can't forget Devious Mister Matt if I did. It's just been a fucking long week, brother. I apologize. Uh, also, Married to the Gamers, Married to the Games, sorry, not Married to the Gamers, although, I don't know, if y'all want to marry, uh, Luke, he might be up for it, and I'm only kidding. I mean, you can watch me for a dollar an hour in Japan, so... That's what I'm saying, let's go to the hotel, we'll just See, fucking marry, I, I mean, fucking I mean, marry everybody. Games, or three days, I get a new game, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, it's fucking couple weeks, we got this. Uh, and then finally, a big shout out to uh, Tap the Craft, uh, Denny and the gang over there. If you like home brewing, if you're interested in home brewing, or more importantly, just if you're interested in beer, um, they actually just released a great two episodes, uh, kind of like two part episodes on uh, the history of beer, and it was really, really well done, Denny. So I wanted to give you a shout out for that, and um, it's just a great, great podcast on. The history of craft brewing and an educational show to kind of uh they explain all the different kinds of beer that's out there styles of beer how they taste where some of the good ones are who some of the great uh breweries producing beer and um they're actually uh one of the places where i heard about my current favorite and it's what i've been drinking tonight um is from a brewery here in pennsylvania called victory uh, they have a fantastic varietal and um, actually, this brings up another subject, a kind of a mini shout-out here. If you have Prime Video, there is a phenomenal documentary on the Prime Video thing that's like included with your subscription on uh, breweries in Pennsylvania that I, have, I was completely hooked on. I've got about probably 30 minutes more to watch on it. It's called Poured in Pennsylvania, and it, it talks about the extensive history of craft brewing in Pen in the state of Pennsylvania, uh, interviews the uh, owners of Yingling, and then goes into the just this massive craft brew scene that I like. I've drank a lot of Pennsylvania craft brews, and it never really occurred to me like, wow, we do have an unusually high number of breweries here. So check it out; it's pretty informative, and uh, it's a good documentary. And again, check out Tap the Craft; great show. Uh, finally, where can you reach us? Um, obviously, our, our big headquarters is the Save Point. It's our Facebook uh, kind of book club for games. As I mentioned, uh, Luke, Nick, myself, we're commenting on there all the time. You can get there at tiny.cc/savepoint. 
you can email us theretrorents at gmail.com we're on twitter at theretrorents you can get in touch with me at retrorentsal and nick is at black eagle ops ops uh twitch same deal retrorentsal on twitch uh, Black Eagle Ops on Twitch. I will fully confess, he is way more more active than me. If I stream <laughs> fucking five times a year, it's probably a lot. It'll be entertaining because I'll probably be drinking and playing games where I just shoot random people. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Nick, uh, he does some really great stuff in the uh, World of Warships community. Uh, apparently enough where they actually fly him out and give him jackets. So that's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> No, you, you've been getting flown to events uh, for the company that runs that, and uh, you, you've been making a name for yourself, and there's a reason for it. Your streams are very entertaining, and um, he's, he's definitely definitely fun to watch. So I highly recommend Nick's stream on Twitch. Check him out. And uh, other than that, this will conclude episode 50 of the Retro Rents. Thank you again, everybody uh, who listens, who contributed to the Colds uh, Kickstarter. I know they were very appreciative of the little boost they got from us, and it's great to see that you know more great adventure games are getting made by the people that made some of the best games I played growing up. And other than that, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Till next time, play games. Don't be dicks. No, play games. Have fun. Don't be dicks from the rest of the crew. You know, we Please? gotta have, have Sean Connery give us a sign. Uh... Come on, Nick, step it up. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, that's apparently all the agreement you get from Sean. Yes. Uh, that's good enough. We'll go with that. <laughs> have a good night, guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>